إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يتع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الحدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم والشر الأمر محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار Indeed, the best speech is the speech of Allah Azza wa Jal and the best guidance is the guidance of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and the most evil of matters are the newly invented matters in the religion and every newly invented matter in the religion is an innovation it is not from al-islam and every innovation is a misguidance and every misguidance leads to the hellfire O servants of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala fear allah azza wa jal as it should be feared fear allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and remember your meeting with your Lord. Indeed, brothers and sisters, there is an event in your life that you are fearful of. There is a moment which is probably the most crucial part of your life. A moment which has been mentioned numerous times in the Quran. Indeed, it is the moment of your departing from this world and your arrival in the hereafter. Many have neglected preparing for that moment, knowing its reality and what comes after it. It is the moment or it is the moment you return to your Lord, a moment that you should fear as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَاتَّقُوا يَوْمًا تَرْجُونَ فِيهِ إِلَى اللَّهِ Fear the day that you will return to your Lord. Indeed, brothers and sisters, indeed it is a day that we need to have fear for ourselves. <coughs> we need to have fear for ourselves regarding it. Because indeed, that day, brothers and sisters, we do not know its outcome. But indeed, we can prepare any for it. It is a moment which every soul shall experience and taste 
as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Kullu nafsin dha'iqatul maut, every soul shall taste death. And also it is a moment that will reach you wherever you may be on the face of the earth. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Aynama takunu yudrikkumul maut. Wherever you may be, death will reach you. Death will overtake you. So indeed, brothers and sisters, do not think that we are able to hide from that moment, that we are able to hide any from death, that somehow we can run to a power of the world and be saved from it. Indeed not, brothers and sisters, when it comes Nobody will be any left. Indeed, brothers and sisters, wherever you may try to hide, <coughs> it will find you and take you. <coughs> Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, قُلْ إِنَّ الْمَوْتَ الَّذِي تُفِرُّونَ مِنْهُ فَإِنَّهُ مُلَاقِيكُمْ Say, indeed, death which you run away from, Indeed, it shall reach you. Indeed, it shall and it reach you. So indeed, brothers and sisters, death is going to reach us. And we need to prepare for it so that we are in the best state possible. Best state possible so that we can be successful at that moment. And also it is a moment that will not be delayed, it will not be given, or you will not be given an extra breath or an extra heartbeat in this world and it, it comes when it comes to you. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, فَإِذَا جَاءَتَلُهُمْ لَا يَسْتَأْخِرُونَ سَاعَةً وَلَا يَسْتَقْدِمُونَ When the appointed time comes, it will not be delayed by a moment and it will not be brought forward by a moment. Therefore, brothers and sisters, it has been decreed that moment when your soul is going to be taken, it has been decreed and you are unable to delay it. You are unable to delay it for you to act with something which is probably the least possible and of actions, because you will not be given an extra heartbeat. You will not be given an extra breath when it comes. During that time that has been appointed, it will occur the way it has been decreed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And when it comes, the person will be in a state of near unconsciousness as if a person is slightly intoxicated. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَجَاءَتْ سَخْرَةُ الْمَوْتِ بِالْحَقِّ ذَلِكَ مَا كُنْتَ مِنْهُ And the stopper of death will come to you in truth. This is what you have been avoiding. This is what you have been avoiding. So indeed, brothers and sisters, let us prepare let us prepare for that day. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also mentions 
Ali regarding the soul. And he says, فَلَوْلَا إِذَا بَلَغَتِ الْحُلْقُومِ Then, why do you not intervene when the soul reaches the throat? When it comes, brothers and sisters, your soul is going to reach your throat and your collarbone as well as mentioned in another verse. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Nay, when the soul reaches the collarbone. Indeed, brothers and sisters, this is how the soul is going to be taken out from the body. And who is going to take it out from the body? It is one of Allah's obedient slaves, Malakatul Maut, the angel of death. He has been appointed with that task. When he comes, he will carry out what has been appointed and it to him regarding each and every soul. Allah Azza wa Jal says, قُلْ يَتَغَفَّاكُمْ مَلَكُ الْمَوْتِ الَّذِي وُكِّلَ بِكُمْ Indeed, the angel of death, he shall, and he take your life on the appointed time. At that, and the appointed time, الَّذِي وُكِّلَ بِكُمْ So indeed, brothers and sisters, that servant of Allah, that noble angel, when he comes, the hour of that moment will not be delayed. The slaves of Allah, the angels, they do not disobey Allah. They carry out the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala exactly the way and when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has decreed for it to occur. So indeed, brothers and sisters, none of us will live in this dunya forever. Our soul will be taken by the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. No soul is going to be wronged in one way or another. Indeed, it occurs by the will of Allah azza wa jal. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, وَمَا كَانَ لِنَفْسٍ أَن تَمُوتَ إِلَّا بِإِذْنِ اللَّهِ كِتَابًا مُؤَجَّلًا That no soul shall die except by the permission of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala at an appointed any time. So indeed, brothers and sisters, let us look towards our actions. Let us look what we have brought forth for that day. For indeed, we are not safe from that day. Do not think that you are a Muslim now, that that automatically guarantees that you are going to be, you're going to die upon Al-Islam. And that automatically you're going to enter into paradise. Indeed not. That preparation, and it is key. That preparation that keeps you firm upon the deen of Allah and his subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wa aqooli qawli hadha wa astaghfirali wa lakum min kulli dham wa astaghfiru innahu huwa al-ghafur rahim
الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد Indeed, brothers and sisters, we need to remind ourselves about death constantly. We need to remind ourselves about death because our Prophet وسلم, he commanded us to do so. And he said, أَكْثِرُ ذِكْرَ هَاذِمِ الْلَذَّاتِ يَعْنِي الْمَوْتِ He said, increase in your remembrance of the destroyer of pleasures, meaning death. Indeed, brothers and sisters, we sometimes in this dunya can be tempted by many desires, many things that are impermissible, many things. We may be called to many things that are haram. Indeed, in reminding ourselves about that day, about that moment of your death, it will destroy that pleasure or that desire that you feel when it's the case when a person wants to do something which is haram and something which is impermissible because he will remember that all of the affairs is within Allah's hands he is the controller and the disposer of all of the affairs of the heavens and the earth and there is no success in the sunya except through his religion except by upholding his commands and refraining from his prohibitions indeed brothers and sisters do not weaken yourself with desires that are haram that will make you weak in your iman that will make you weak upon your religion and you end up dying in a state which is fearful for a person a state where your soul is weak a crucial moment where you need your iman when you in your actions the most indeed brothers and sisters let us not be neglectful in preparing any for that day success is from allah azza wa jal and reminding ourselves of death we remind ourselves of the purpose of our lives that is to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone it will push us to act righteously to do righteous deeds so that we can make our scales of good deeds heavy and on that day it will push us to seek forgiveness from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for our shortcomings and our sins. Indeed, brothers and sisters, in this dunya, we desire the best for ourselves. We desire the best education. We desire the best home. People desire the best car. People desire the best life in this dunya. 
Should we desire better for ourselves in the hereafter? Should we desire for a higher level in paradise? Why are we thinking to ourselves it is sufficient that I die upon Islam? Why are we not pushing ourselves for that which is better in the hereafter? Why are we not pushing ourselves for the highest part of paradise? Are we complacent? Are we safe? We're going to reach that lowest level of paradise? We always want the best car, the best house in this dunya, the best life, the best of everything. And we put effort in it. Whatever are we putting to attain the best of the hereafter? Indeed, brothers and sisters, it is something we need to reflect upon. We need to reflect upon are we acting for what is best in the hereafter, the highest level of paradise, the greatest of Allah's favors. Are we pushing ourselves for that? Or are we just pushing ourselves and our intentions and our efforts for the best of this world? The best of, of the cars, the best of the dwellings and the houses, the best of the things that you can possess in your house, the best of the wealth. Indeed, brothers and sisters, success lies with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Success lies with the one that will be entered into paradise on that day. Let us listen to what the Prophet the Prophet mentioned and regarding the soul who is successful. And the soul who is successful and is going to enter paradise. He sallallahu alayhi wa said in a hadith, indeed, the believing slave, when he is heading for the hereafter, and cutting off, cutting off from the worldly life, the angels descend to him as if the sun is on their faces. With them, they bring a shroud from the shrouds of paradise and musk, and he from and he paradise and he as well. They sit from him and he from that person. The distance as far as the eye can see. Then the angel of death comes to him and he comes to that person until he sits next to his head. And he says, O good and pleasant soul, come out to the mercy of your Lord and his pleasure. He وسلم, said, It will come out as if a drop, a water drop, and a drop of water flows out and from water which has been contained and in a water skin. So he, the angel of death, takes hold of that soul and when he holds him, he does not let go until he places it in that shroud and covers it and in its musk and fragrances. 
And then he comes out with it with the most beautiful and beloved of fragrances and of musk ever found on the face of the earth. He, the angel of death, then rises up with it and he with that soul. And they do not pass any angel except that they say, who is this pleasant soul? They will say, it's so and so, the son of so and so. So he will be called by the best of his names on, the, on this dunya. And they will go through all of the levels of paradise until they reach the seventh heaven. Then Allah will say, write down the, the, the deeds and the scrolls of my slave in the Iliyin and return him to the earth. For indeed from it I created him and from it I shall bring him forth and he once again. So his soul will be returned to his body. Then two angels will come to him in his grave and sit next to him. And they will ask, who is your Lord? And he will say, my Lord is Allah. And they will ask, what is your religion? And he will say, my religion is Islam. And they will ask, who is that man who was sent to you? And he will say, he is the messenger of Allah. Then, in one narration, they will also ask, what knowledge do you have? What knowledge do you possess? And he will say, I have read the book of Allah and I believed in it and acted by it. So a voice will call out from the heavens, my slave has, has spoken the truth. Therefore clothe him from the clothing of paradise and open for him and a window for him and to paradise so that its breeze and fragrance can come to him. Then his grave will be widened for him as far as the eyes and he can see. Then a handsome man will come to him in his grave with a beautiful clothing and beautiful smell and fragrance. And you'll say to him, glad tidings with that which makes you happy. This is the day that you were promised. He will then say to him, and that person will then say, say to this handsome man, who are you? Your face is one of who? And he comes with good news. Then he will reply to him and will say, I am your righteous actions. So then he will say, the person in the grave, he will call out and he will say, Oh my Lord, establish the hour so that I may return to my family and my wealth. Indeed, brothers and sisters, this is the account of the successful soul that will enter paradise when that moment comes. When that moment comes, that moment of death, which nobody can run away from, it is our reality. That is our ending in this dunya, our exit from this world.
Therefore, brothers and sisters, do not be distracted by the deceiving things in this dunya, the pleasures, etc. Be firm. Be firm always throughout your life. Insha'Allah, you'll be firm at that moment when your death and he comes to you. A lot of the times we get distracted from the purpose of our life. We get distracted from righteous deeds. We get distracted from sincerity. We get distracted from humbleness. We get distracted from everything that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves and is pleased with. Indeed, brothers and sisters, remind yourself constantly about death because indeed it is going to come to you. Whether you like it or not, it is going to come and to you. And the scary thing is, is that we don't know when. We don't know when. It might be that time when we think we are safe and we are complacent and we are neglectful. That might be the time that it comes to us. Where we seek refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if from being in a state of weakness when that time comes. So let us remind ourselves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Let us learn the deen of Allah azza wa jal and practice it and be good, righteous, and Muslims. Let us be good, righteous Muslims who have the purpose of their life in front of them. That they know they have planned, they've got goals. They've got plans, they've got deeds that they are planning to perform for Allah Azza wa Jal and they're protecting themselves, they are protecting their hearts from deviating away and from that. Therefore, brothers and sisters, take what you need from the dunya and use what you acquire from the dunya to increase your deeds that will benefit you in the hereafter. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for a good ending. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he makes us from his successful slaves and he on that day when it comes yani to us. Wa sallallahu ala nabina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa ashabihi.